0: Hey everyone, this is Yosef Siegel, and we are back with the Amen Torah podcast after a extended uh, summer vacation. I hope everyone's healthy and safe out there, um, and I'm very excited to be sharing words of Torah with you uh, once again, uh, not just uh, in the written word, but also audio as well. Um, I just want to apologize in case there is any ambient noise that you hear in the background. I'm actually recording uh, today outside. I'm trying my best to stay away from the noise and to uh, uh, edit out as much of uh, the background noise as possible. Um, but uh, if you do hear background noise, I apologize, um, and uh, I'll work on that. But uh, either way, with that being said, welcome everyone back to the podcast, uh, and let's get right into the podcast for this week's parsha, parsha's kisaytse. So throughout Sefardzvar, and Moshe Rabenu is giving over. Uh, directions, guidance for Bnei as they're about to go into Eretz he's not going to go with them and this is really his you know, last address, we've spoken about this before um, this is his last address to the B'nai before they're going to go, he's going to leave them, they're going to leave him and he just wants to give over as much information as he can so in each Parsha you can try to find a theme or a different group of topics um, that Moshe is trying to cover in that section Um, And sometimes the connections are very obvious, and sometimes they're less obvious. Um, So for example, Parashis Kiseitse includes um, many ideas, but there are a lot of laws dealing with personal relationships. You know, it goes to marriage, uh, divorce, uh, inheritance, uh, so that's, you know, a man and a woman, then that's their kids, those are the personal family relationships. But then, it's not just about the family relationships, it also gets into, into personal relationships. Um, we talk about runaway servants, we talk about um, uh, personal hygiene, you know, when you go out to war, to make sure how you use the bathroom in a certain way and stuff like that. Um, and then, what I want to talk about this week, uh, the concept of Lashon Hara is discussed in this week's partial as well, um, which is something which we think a lot about. Um, we definitely think a lot about it culturally, but but is I think simultaneously something which is very obviously uh, an interpersonal relationship, and sometimes not as obviously. You know, sometimes we think about it for ourselves so we want to stop ourselves um, from doing lashanahara, and then of course there's the element of making sure that we don't hurt anyone else. Lushanara. Um So that's what we're going to talk about. Um, as we know, uh, the punishment for speaking of hara is getting Tsaras. Tsaras is commonly translated as leprosy. Um, It's not exactly leprosy um, in a few ways. First of all, I think even just medically it's not the same as leprosy, but it's very similar to it. Um, But another aspect of that's totally different from leprosy is that leprosy is a physical condition brought about by, I don't know, infection bacteria? I'm not really sure. (laughs) But um, Tsaras is completely spiritual. The getting tzaras has to do with your spiritual state. The um, recovering from tzaras has to do with your spiritual state. Um, and the uh, most famous instance in the Torah of someone getting tzaras is, of course, Miriam. Um, in Parshat Maloska, we see that Miriam uh, said some really mild lashon horror about uh, Moshe, and she got tzaras. And, and Chazal teach us that uh, Maybe for a normal person, they wouldn't have gotten Tzeras for it, but Tzaddik are held to a higher standard. Everything Mara says, they're judged k'chotah sairah, they're judged like a very thin string. There's right? a very small line, what is good and what is bad when it comes to a Tzaddik, and therefore Miriam uh, was punished for it. And uh, for the rest of the nation, this was a very important idea to show them that no one was exempt um, from Lashon Hara, no one was exempt from Tsaras. If Miriam could get it, anyone could get it. And this story is mentioned again in this week's Parsha, in Parsha Um in uh, where, and then Tes, where it says, Be cautious regarding Tsaras, to uh, be very cautious about it and to do. Like everything that the Kohanim uh, tell you to do, that's what you should do. Now this is referring to the process of recovering from taras, which is that you have to go to a coin and uh, he t- he's the only one that can tell you you actually have Taras and uh, he gives you instructions on what to do, and he's the only one who can tell you you've actually recovered from Taras. Um, and then, Moshe follows that up in the very next passage, it says, And that's the end of the uh, story, right? It says, remember what Hashem did to Miriam when you were going out of Mitzrayim. So Moshe is, it seems, so on a simple level, that Moshe is reminding the of Israel here of the, um, of the tremendous avera uh, that uh, Rosh Hashanah is and the punishment that you can get for it of Tsaras and that even someone like Miriam was not exempt from it. Um, and actually Rashi mentions over here that this is actually where we see very clearly even though Tsaras is discussed in detail um, in Sefer Baikra, um this is the first time, this is our clear, clear connection um, that Saras is in response to and Hara so that's the simple explanation of why this is here but the Ramban uh, takes this idea a little further the word Zohar in the Pasuk right, Pasuk test Zohar means to remember so it means remember what Hashem did to Miriam so what does it sound like um, it sounds like, you know, keep this in mind right? this is an important idea and, and keep this in mind, you should remember it but the interesting thing is that um a lot many times throughout the Torah the word Zakhar is used and it's not just you know this is something important for you to remember. It actually becomes a mitzvah. You're commanded to remember it. Um, two famous examples, one of them in this week's parsha, right? Zakhar is a share salacha amalek, right? Remember that which amalek did to you. And it's not just, you know, it's a good idea, keep it in mind. We are commanded to keep it in mind. Another example is in the SRS of Debaros, and the Parshish when where we say, Zachar is Yom the Kacha, you should remember the day of Shabbos. And these are commandments, these are mitzvahs, right? It's not just, you know, remember Shabbos, you know, put on your calendar that Shabbos tomorrow. They're actual commandments that, it, with, I, I hope I'm making myself clear as to, you know, what the difference is between that. And therefore, says the Ramban, right, when Moshe says over here, Zachar, um, what happened to Miriam, he's not just saying remember what happened to Miriam and therefore don't speak and Hara. He's saying there's a commandment to remember what happened to Miriam. So what exactly is this commandment of Zahar? Right, Like we said, the simple explanation would be, okay, just remember it. Right? Just remember that this happened. Right? But if it means don't just remember, there's an action that needs to take place here, there needs, there's an active part over here, like keep Shabbos, like get rid of Amalek, Remember Miriam. We're not. There's something here which is not completely clear, and whether that's in our understanding of what happened with Miriam, whether that's in our understanding of the word Zophar, uh, we will discuss. So the Ramban looks back at Shabbos. When it comes to the asterisked Dibros and Shabbos, there's a very famous um, uh, distinction. Um, the asterisked are listed twice in the Torah. The first time is in. Parsha Yisro, like we said, and over there it says Zachar zehomashav and the second time is actually in Parsha Sveishkanim here in Sefer Devarim, but it doesn't say Zachar. It says Shamar as Now Shamar means keep, or it means to watch. It means over here to keep the mitzvah, actually do the mitzvah. That's what Shamar means, right? So, what is the difference between Zachar and Shamar right now, right? If Shamar means to keep the mitzvah. Zachar means to remember it, but what exactly does it mean? It can't mean to keep the mitzvah, right? We don't know what Zachar means exactly. But we know that it can't mean to actually keep the mitzvah because that's what Shomar means in Parshas V'Azchanah. So what is Zachar adding to the mitzvah of Shabbos? This is where the Ramban says something very interesting. Shomer means that you're keeping the mitzvah. But you're keeping the mitzvah, it's not just you're doing the mitzvah. You're keeping it in your soul, you're keeping it in your actions, you're showing doing the mitzvah. The mitzvah is important to you, right? It's inside of you, like, oh, it's Shabbos, it's Shabbos. I'm so happy that it's Shabbos, you know, and I'm going to keep Shabbos. I'm going to do all the things. That sounds great. Zohar means it's something which the Ramban uses the phrase Shavar fifth which is a common phrase in Chazal, which means that it's, it's very common in his mouth. What do we mean by that? There's a famous saying which is very true which is that actions speak louder than words that you can talk and talk and talk and talk and talk but until you actually do it what have you told me but the truth is that someone who's doing the actions and also talking about it is all the more better than the person who's just doing it without talking about it why are you talking about it why do you talk about something why do you constantly bring it up because you have an enthusiasm and you have passion for that thing and when, you, and when you have an enthusiasm and a passion, it's just naturally going to come up in every single thing that you do in your life. All your conversations, all your things, it's always just going to be mentioned and mentioned and mentioned. And whether it's for yourself because it's so important for yourself, or whether it's because you feel it's so important for others to hear about it, if it's meaningful, it will find a way to come out in your life. So this is the obligation of Zachar. Don't just keep Shabbos. Get excited for Shabbos. Don't just remember what Amalek did. Understand what evil is, understand why Allah like, fits that description, and eradicate that evil from yourself, and from the world around you if you can. And when it comes to Lushnhara, don't just try not to say Lushnhara. Say nice things, and make an effort to say nice things, and, and make an effort to make it that everyone around you is saying nice things. And as we see from the story of Miriam, even the smallest light can cause great damage. And that's what Zahkar's coming to teach you. And the truth is that it's not just by Shabbos that we see Zohar and Shamar together. By Tsaras we see the same thing. What did we say in Pasuk Chas? Right? There's this two Pesukim over here we'll talk about Tsaras. And what did we say in Pasuk Chas? We said, He's Shomer benegar Tsaras. Keep, right? Be careful of the mitzvah of Be careful of the din of taras. There's the Shomer right there. And Moshe follows it up with the din of Zohar. So what's the idea? The idea is that, of course, you need to make sure that you don't keep Lashon Hara. It should be important to you that you keep Lashon Hara. But it also needs to be something which you're passionate about, you're enthusiastic about, to make sure that it never happens. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. For any questions, comments, or to subscribe to the email newsletter, please email me at amemtorah at gmail.com. That's A-I-M-E-M-T-O-R-A-H at gmail.com. The email newsletter will give you updates for Aimem Torah as well as the written version of the Dvar Torah in your inbox, along with an MP3 download of this podcast. The podcast is also available on iTunes. Just search for the Aimem Torah podcast or my name, Yosef Siegel. Please check out the blog itself, Old Ideas for the Modern Mind. blogspot.com, where you can get the written version of this week's Dvar Torah as well as the archived versions of the previous eight years of. Amem Torah Divrei Torah. Please check out my website, Hashkofahandbook.com, where this podcast is hosted, and learn more about my book, Reality Check, A Handbook of Ashkafa. And finally, please check us out on social media. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash amemtora, and on Twitter, Twitter handle at amemtora. That's A-I-M-E-M-T-O-R-A-H. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening, and have a great job.